Do you struggle to find calmness in motherhood? I know I do. Perhaps, like most of us, you desire to find more joy in your daily tasks, but you're just not sure how it's possible. In fact, it often seems hopeless. So, you probably continue on your daily grind and perform mundane tasks, eagerly awaiting the moment you can just have your head hit the pillow at night. I know, it's tough. But what if I told you that we as mothers can find calmness, hope, and joy in motherhood? That it really is possible? Fellow mother, this podcast is for you. Join me, Danielle, as we journey together to cultivate calmness, discover hope, and experience joy in every single moment of motherhood. The mundane, the eventful, the trying, the super worthy memory book moments of motherhood. Let's dive into scripture together, share real truth and encouragement as we seek to embrace our calling as mothers and raise our children for the kingdom of Christ. Are you ready? Let's renew motherhood together. Hello, and welcome to the Renewing Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Danielle, and I'm very glad you're joining me here today as we seek to find calmness, hope, and joy in the journey of motherhood. My hope and prayer is that you'll leave this episode feeling more encouraged and inspired to pursue a deeper relationship with Christ that spills over into the atmosphere of your heart and home. We've been talking a lot about kindness here this month. We've unpacked how to demonstrate it by showing thankfulness and also how to cultivate thankfulness in seasons of grief and various trials. Today, we are talking about how to find joy through a thankful life. And here to do that, to help me with that today, is today's guest and my friend, Amber Noland. Amber is a spiritual formation coach, and she's passionate about working one-on-one with women to encourage them in their walk with the Lord. Amber lives in Chattanooga, Tennessee with her husband, Rob, and they are expecting a baby girl at the end of November. Welcome, Amber. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh yes, I'm so excited about our chat today and talking to you. Me too, me too. (laughs) Uh, We wanted to share a scripture with you today like we do every episode. And today we wanted to share Psalm 100, which is very fitting for the month of Thanksgiving. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us. We are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. I love that passage so much. We often use the word gratitude to define or express feeling or being thankful for someone or something. Now, throughout scripture, we see that demonstrating a thankful heart is essential and powerful for our Christian walk. And as Christians, we are called to cultivate a thankful heart because in doing so, we reveal the light of Christ and point others toward him. But this is not always easy really difficult to cultivate a thankful heart 
um, in seasons of grief or despair. And Amber, I'm sure you've experienced this in your own life as well as I have. Uh, can you share a little bit about some areas where it's been difficult to pursue thankfulness and joy? Yes, and um, I love Psalm 100, um, that mm. passage, just so comforting, knowing that God created us and he's with us and um, and we can give him thanks for that. Um, but yes, I have walked through through seasons of of grief, um, but through that the Lord taught me how to have a grateful heart um, because of who He is and His sovereign care mm-hmm. over the situations. Um, about three and a half years ago, um, the Lord started me on a journey where I had to really depend on Him physically, I was um, going through a season of physical vulnerability. Um, We experienced a miscarriage three and a half years ago, and that loss um, was, of course, devastating. I know so many women have have walked through that pain before, Um, and that also creates a very, creates a physical toll as well as an emotional toll. Um, And then a few months after that, there was an infection that was in my body that was, um, I was about to go septic and there was a surgery um, that was required and it was quite traumatic and I'm still suffering from wound care from that and I'm still seeing a specialist. And then about a year or so after that, we walked through the the journey of infertility. Mm -hmm. Um, So really having to depend on the Lord through um, through that season and going through physical pain. Um, and I think something that the Lord really taught me was we can lament. There's an entire book of the Bible that is, um, that is for lamenting, um, but we can, we can say how long a Lord, but also um, walking gratitude. And that's done because of the work of the spirit. Um, I can't live in both of those places without the spirit. Um, and so the Lord really, really worked with me through that, just navigating, um, okay, Lord, how long? And with, um, with the wounds that I still have from that surgery three and a half years ago, um, the Lord may never kill me, but he's good. And Hmm. I can trust him with my body. Um, and so living with, with that is something that the Lord has been very gracious towards me on. Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for being so open about that and about, um, how all throughout scripture, we see lamenting. I mean, just Mm. read the Psalms too, you know, all Mm. of David's, um, the Psalms he wrote lamenting, um, you know, despair, loneliness. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's encouraging to read those because knowing that great men of the faith have come before and walked that journey too. Um, and I think it's important for us to experience uh, lament and and know how to lament well. Mm-hmm. So I, I I like how you how you mentioned about that the. Um, the grieving process, walking through that, listening to the Holy Spirit. Uh, were there 
were there certain things in the lamenting process um, for you that helped you continue to walk and abide in Christ as you were walking through that? Because that must have been really difficult. So difficult. I something that comes to mind when we first learned that we um, we miscarried. We just moved to Atlanta, um, and we were new to this church. We didn't really know a lot of people, and we were a part of a small group. I knew the small group leader pretty, probably better than anyone at the church. And so I just ended up emailing her and be like, Hey, can you pray for us? And, and I think community was strengthening. Um, it just being known through that grief and having other people lament with you. Um, we were pretty open, um, with our grief and, um, so I think that was an area that really helped cultivate um, the, the lamenting process, but also creating a space for gratitude because the Lord placed these people in our life at this specific moment. And they actually walked with us through the surgery that I had and just the process of, um, of having to go through physical pain in that way, they brought meals and they would mm -hmm. come to our home and just some women would just come and sit with me. And cause I couldn't go anywhere. Um, so I think community being surrounded by community, um, really helped, um, in that lamenting process. Um, and also just the Lord brought really good books into my life <laughs> to yeah. read. Um, and there's, there was a book that I read during the miscarriage called An Inheritance of Tears. I would recommend that for, for women in general, but I remember reading that and not feeling alone. Um, so the Lord just kind of gave those, those snippets of um, just grace to me during that time. Um, so yeah, I would, I would say community, of course, um, really saturating my mind with um, God's presence, knowing that, um, he's with me, uh, scripture, acknowledging his presence and the lamenting, um, that's okay to grieve that the Lord grieves with us. Um, um, and he's sovereign. And that was really comforting to me. I love how you mentioned saturating yourself in the word of God. I mean, I've heard, I've heard lots of different terms, um, like marinating yourself, feasting on God's word. I love the term saturating yourself in God's word because it carries this idea of just always being in the word. Mm. And even if you're not, you know, even if you can't not have the Bible glued to your hand, wouldn't that be awesome though? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Would it be nice? <laughs> Although we cannot, Hello. you know, physically do that, um, spending so much time in the word of God that it just becomes a part of you. Mm. You know, you, you write the verses down, you put them in various places so you can see them, you mm. meditate on them, you think on them. That is saturating yourself. You're cultivating time in the word of God and being in his presence. Um, mm. Were there, were there certain tools that you used a certain rhythm or routine to get yourself more into the word to to form those habits 
Yes. So for me personally, something that's really helpful is writing. So a lot of times I write out my prayers, just being in my body and actually writing things out hmm. is a really good tool. Um, and also being able to go back and reflect on, you know, several weeks or maybe even a year later, just looking, looking back and saying, wow, like the Lord, wow, he's, he's done so much in this span of time and just being able to see how he's moved. And so writing for me is a really good tool, writing out my prayers. If there's, if there are quotes in a book or scripture, just writing it out, just being in the body and, um, and just feeling, feeling that. And, um, also just, um, being able to, um, really meditate and be with the Lord in in a way where it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be, um, it, it's just, just being still and, and knowing that you're in his presence and, um, it's just a really sweet thing to be able just to, to pray, be, um, be in his presence and something else that was really helpful. Um, there's a lot of cons with technology, but there's also a lot of pros. Um, I just love the dwell app. I can just listen to scripture if I'm doing laundry or <laughs> doing the dishes, yeah. um, listening to a podcast like yours, just really, um, uh, preaching the gospel to myself mm -hmm. uh, is really important. So that could be through a really, a really encouraging podcast or through, um, through the dwell app. And those are some tools that I've used in, in those seasons to, um, to just really help me, um, help me through the, through the grief and the pain and knowing that the Lord is present. Oh, I love that. I, I, that's really helpful um, that you mentioned about just listening, encouraging, preaching the gospel to yourself, because the more uh, when you're we're walking through tough times, some sort of grief or trial or just really rough seasons, it's really easy to let the negative thoughts of the darkness that we're experiencing mm. to just overtake true or try to overtake the truth that we know. And so oh, the yes. more, oh yeah, it's just, it's really, really damaging. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, the more oh. that we're thinking the good things, thinking mm -hmm. truth, pouring truth in, um, the more that just becomes a part of us just being in Christ's presence. I love that. And I think, um, the more that we take time to think the Lord, regardless of what we're thanking him for, like just thanking him, um, for his steadfast love, because he is good. Um, I think of Psalm 107. I love Psalm mm. 107. And Me those, too. Oh, it's oh. just so beautiful. Oh, just the, the, that's actually my, um, one of my life verses <laughs> just, you know, just let the redeemed of the Lord say so just, oh, yeah, just his redempt his redemptive work and uh just what he's done for us and coming out of bondage and we're out of that slavery and uh yeah. So good. So good. <laughs> oh yeah. How do you how do you think um for you personally or maybe somebody who's struggling to find joy 
um, in, in their lives because of whatever, whatever brokenness they're experiencing. Um, and, and they feel like they just don't have much to be thankful for. Um, what, what encouragement could you give them to find that joy again? Yeah. Uh, it's just so hard whenever you feel that hopelessness, because I've been there, I've walked it. I, I know what it's like to not see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I think number one is just going before the Lord and just being truthful, just saying, God, I'm hurting. I, I don't see you. I, I, I feel just lost. I, I, I don't feel hope. Um, being honest and truthful with him. Um, that is, um, there's, there's something beautiful that works in that because you're in his presence through that, through the honesty, it's, you're still in a relationship with him through that honesty. Um, so just being honest and being like, Lord, I, I need your help. Um, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't see or, or feel any hope right now. Um, I think, Secondly, I would, um, if you are a part of a church, community is so important. Mm. You're made for other people. Um, and get with some trusted sisters in your church that you can just be brutally honest with, and they can pray for you, come into the light, um, be, be exposed in, in the most wonderful way um, of just... Um, just coming before them so they can pray for you and being known is really important. Mm. Um, and I would also say that um, it's, there's, cause I've, I've felt this before where I, I, I felt like, cause I've, I've actually, I've, I've had anxiety of, I've had depression and I, I know what it's like not wanting to get out of bed and, your body aches because you're just so depressed. Um, reading the Psalms and also reading from pastors or people that, that have gone before us. I've walked through that, like Charles mm -hmm. Spurgeon. Oh yeah. Um, there, there's so many others who, who have walked through um, just a state of hopelessness mm -hmm. and knowing that you're not alone. They're, they're, there are so many great books out there that um, can help walk you through that. Um, but I would, I would say that those ways have helped me personally through, through those seasons and um, the Lord is with you and just being honest before him. Um, he, he desires our heart and he, he loves his children and he will not forsake us. And just like Psalm 107 we're, we're redeemed for, for a reason, but that doesn't mean that it's, we're, 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 we're still on this earth. So, um, we're not, we're not with Jesus yet, but, um, he has redeemed us in order for us to know him deeper through those areas of, of struggle. Um, but also I, I will also add just, I think it does create a deeper longing for heaven, just a, a more oh, of an internal yeah. perspective um, just knowing that this is all temporary, <laughs> um, one day we will be with Jesus and, um, he will wipe away every tear and we have a bright future ahead of us. Mm. Oh, 
Amen. That was very encouraging. Thank you, Amber. Mm, oh, yes. Of course. Getting getting in the word of God, getting in community, being honest mm. with some people. And you you know who you feel comfortable just going to and saying, Hey, I, I am I am grieving right now. I am struggling with this. Yes. And I need some encouragement and some prayer. You know. Yes. Yeah. I'm having a really hard day. Can you just pray for me? Um, I'm struggling. I'm um, just, just having, even it's just one or two, two trusted women that you can just go to just being like, you know, I'm just being honest, just, I'm, I'm having anxiety today. I'm, I'm feeling depressed. I, I feel hopelessness. Pray for me, please. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's, that's important because I mean, scripture says, you know, like we're, we're made for community. We're to dwell Yes. with other, other believers and to bear one another's burdens, encourage each other, lift each other up. So yes, yes I think that's important too, to find, reclaim that joy again, and mm. spend some time just thanking the Lord for who he is. He is yes. good. He is mm. good. Amber, thank you so much for joining us today. This was so encouraging. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. i it was so wonderful just being able to speak with you and just just share about what God has done in our lives. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, if listeners today want to know more about your ministry, how can they connect with you? Yes. So um, you can find me at ambernolandcoaching.com. That's my website. And my Instagram is also ambernolandcoaching. And I also have a personal blog. I haven't written on there in a while, but it's restforwearyhearts.com. Okay. And I'll link to those also in the description box so people can find you. Great. That's good. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you again, Amber. This was wonderful. Thank you, Danielle. Friends, I hope and pray that you were greatly encouraged in today's episode on how to demonstrate kindness to one another, how to lift each other up, how to find joy through a thankful heart, uh, no matter what circumstance that you're in. But most importantly, I pray that you are encouraged to draw closer to Christ in your walk, no matter what you're going through, because in him, you will find peace and hope. Join us next time as we explore the season of Advent and how to slow down and cherish the season. Until then, rest in him. You've been listening to the Renewing Motherhood podcast, where we dive in together in our unique callings to cultivate calmness, discover hope, and experience joy together in our motherhood.